Weekly Wheaties 2331, Napster, Lawsuits, AI Updates, Whatnot, Napster, the unsung hero of crypto in the cloud. You remember Napster, right? What about LimeWire or FrostWire? Basically, these services would allow a user to download their client software and mark a directory of music files or videos, programs, and games on their computer. By way of logging into the client software, a user could then download digital files while allowing others to download any files marked for sharing. To be blunt, it was a way to download illegal pirated music. And all of these companies have lost many legal claims over the years if you try to say otherwise. While other programs still pop up to continue doing the same thing, two big factors have limited this practice. First, outside Napster, all of these softwares are and were riddled with viruses. Simply downloading that new movie not even released in the US yet could net a computer shutdown. Today, similar issues happen much easier from users simply clicking a link. A computer can be bricked unless the user pays some random account in crypto. This is known as ransomware, and I would tell you to never pay. This happens in a physical sense, too. Years ago, I purchased Revenge of the Sith on DVD from the streets of New York before it was even in theaters. I expected a low-quality film, and it delivered. It's been a while since I've watched it, but I vaguely remember someone standing up and leaving at some point. Moving on. Second, streaming services have limited the use of Napster copies. Most have such a low price for entry, it's not worth the time or effort to deal with potential viruses. There are also many free places to listen to music or watch movies now, too. Back to Napster. When using this program, if you were downloading a song that a few other users had, it would take a while. Like a long while, sometimes hours. However, if hundreds of people had the song, it would download fairly quickly, even in minutes. I realize quick is relative, given the internet speeds of the day. But bear with me. Simply put, cryptocurrency works similarly. I hope anyone can understand that the faster a computer or phone, the faster it can open a program, play a game, download files, and more. Faster is usually better. Now imagine a problem that is so taxing on your computer it would take hours, if not days, to complete the task. Now imagine if that problem was split up over multiple computers that all aided their processing power to solve the problem. Enter the crypto world. In order to mine a coin, a problem must be solved. The faster the computer, the faster the problem can be solved in order to get paid and move on to the next problem. Now throw in the issue that mining can sometimes happen much faster on a GPU, and we have a better understanding of NVIDIA's dominance from last week's article. But please understand, mining crypto at this point is useless. There are companies whose sole purpose is to do just that. You will never compete with them. Now imagine that same process in reverse. Imagine your computer downloading a larger file or solving a problem from multiple locations at the same time. This is essentially how the cloud works. And it's not in the cloud, it's just called the cloud because it physically and metaphorically exists anywhere and everywhere. Please understand I'm taking a few liberties here. Meaning, you can access your files from wherever you are, and in some cases you may be downloading bits of each file from other locations. Maybe one could argue Napster was the first iteration of the cloud while paving a way for crypto to make an entrance. In case you missed it, FCC finds network of robocallers. Have you ever been reached on a call from your local area code asking about car warranties? Any chance they called from your own number? Hopefully these robocalls and other spam calls will cease to exist sooner rather than later.
The complex scheme of businesses has been sued by the FCC to the tune of $300 million. Until they are completely stopped, I suggest blocking unknown callers if you can. It's a fairly easy process on iPhone or Android. Read more at TechCrunch. In case you missed it, ByteDance sued for collecting data. CapCut, a video editing app owned by ByteDance, is facing claims they are accessing and storing biometric data, face and voice scans, along with other private information, location, DOB, photos, without first having permission from the user. It could be argued many other companies have done this, are doing it, and will continue to in the future. The issue, however, is something I've talked about in depth before, regarding another ByteDance product, TikTok. It's not just your data, it's the culmination of everyone's data. Not only that, it's in the hands of a country outside the US. Facebook had a similar legal issue during the Cambridge Analytica scandal, but at least they have proof users gave permission to use the information provided, and there are legal boundaries surrounding it. Read more at Engadget. In case you missed it, AI changes. Announced just a few weeks ago from Elon Musk, XAI has made a big move online. Well, only digitally. The domain AI.com now forwards to X.AI instead of OpenAI.com. It is unclear how this came to be, but two-letter domains are expensive and hard to come by. Not only that, with AI growing as much as it has in the past few months, I personally find it hard to believe OpenAI would give it up at all. Elon has already spent most of his money acquiring Twitter, now called X.com. Read more at TechCrunch. In similar news, Microsoft announced it will shut down Cortana. Based off of the OG of AI, in my personal opinion, Clippy. Cortana will be replaced with its successors, Bing and Copilot. Read more at 9to5Mac. Pick of the week. What not. Have you used eBay lately? It seems like they have everything nowadays. From what I remember, it started as a place for hard-to-find random or unique items. Recently, I found a new app, Whatnot, that seems to have brought back some nostalgia regarding collectors. Their app functions similar to eBay, but with a small twist. The live auctions happen much quicker with the host sharing their items on screen. Some of their stores do allow buy it now, but most items must be purchased through a live and real-time auction, where each bid extends the timer. Many of the live auctions feature giveaways too. Happy hunting. Download it at whatnot.com. Weekly Wheaties is a reader-supported publication. To receive new posts and support my work, consider becoming a free or paid subscriber. Links for the above-mentioned items are available at weeklyweedies.com.